The moon, it controls our tides, lights up the night sky, and according to Mind Body Green, you can sync your menstrual cycle with it to live a truly fulfilling life. But what if this were all a lie? What if the moon was a spaceship, or hollow, or not even there at all? This week on Cat's Cabinet of Curiosities, we talk about the possibility that the moon as we know it doesn't exist. And welcome to this week's episode of Cat's Cabinet of Curiosities. I'm Cat, and I'm Tom. And this week we're talking about the moon. What's up with it? <laughs> is that is that the extent of the content? Yeah, like just what's going on with the moon? You know, are we doing a Seinfeld routine, basically? Like, <laughs> what's up with the moon? I've never seen Seinfeld. You don't need to. to yeah, be I f- I just. Everyone like goes on about how great it is, and that just makes me want to see it less. <laughs> All right, hipster. I know. I don't know. I don't know why. Yeah. Just like cool, whatever, man. Seinfeld aside, why are we why are we talking about the moon today? What what's what is up with that? Um, it's probably not there. Like it's probably just like a hologram. <laughs> probably. Yeah, and we'll get into it. I have a couple of, like, admin, well, not admin, but things to do at the beginning. So first, I wanted to thank people for all the lovely reviews they'd been leaving recently, and it really means a lot. And one day, maybe we can get Jeff Bezos to listen, and he'll stop being a dick. I've tweeted at him, and he has not replied, so it's safe (laughs) to assume he's still an arsehole. Yeah, to be fair, like, you tweeted at him, he doesn't follow anyone on Twitter apart from his ex-wife. It's so, so sad. Yeah, it's pretty lame. So I don't know if he's that active on the platform, to be quite honest. I don't care. Like, message me back, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> yeah, Jeff. <laughs> also, a quick update from the last episode. Um, well, essentially, the mystery is solved. Great. Not the last episode, sorry, the um the flight missing flight episode. So oh, we flight three seventy. Yeah. So we have a friend who works in like breathing science and he just basically explained that a hypoxia event explains the entire thing and there's no mystery anymore and he's ruined the mystery. Yeah, but that's our mate who reckons and no, he's I a scientist. This... I've got. A... I'm going to insert a clip of him saying what he's saying. Can we insert the clip like here? Yes, we shall insert the clip here. Hypoxia. So when you are performing experiments at altitude, or you're a pilot training to go at altitude, you get exposure to um, altitude kind of training. You have you have hypoxia training so that you can notice the symptoms symptoms of hypoxia because there is a uh, there's a period in which you are becoming hypoxic where you still have your consciousness about you um, and beyond a certain point, and they call this the, the time of useful consciousness, beyond that time of useful con- consciousness, you are a dopey motherfucker that's still able to do actions, things like turn a plane around or nosedive a plane or do stupid weird shit. Um, and you, you, you have a very small amount of time in order to... Uh, 
sort of intervene, get some oxygen or, or whatever. And actually, if you don't notice it or if you're not trained and taught to notice it, you will miss those symptoms um, and you become hypoxic and useless, essentially. So, mystery gone. He's ruined it. I am convinced it's a hypoxia event now and I'm just sad. What? Why are you sad that the mystery is solved? Surely you like solving mysteries as a mystery know, person. I know, the only episode I was like, oh, I would really like to find out like what the truth is and then the truth turns out not to be that interesting well no i did feel really bad thinking that actually because so many people died and i'm just like yeah he's ruined the mystery <laughs> it wasn't entertaining to me personally yeah exactly so i felt really bad because when he sent me that i was like max you've ruined it i don't I, it's a bad mystery now and that was a shitty thing for me to think because so many people died and in our episode we didn't really address who was on the plane so really quickly i kind of want to do the difference between like thinking oh that's sad and feeling oh that's sad and it's more self-punishment for me to think about the people who died i'm just going to tell you a bit about them Right, we should name this bit of the podcast The Naughty Step. Yes, I'm going on The Naughty Step for my bad behaviour. <laughs> so I just selected a few people because I didn't only want to select people who were really impressive because like, obviously like their lives don't matter more than other people's lives. So I just selected a few people, some of whom had like impressive careers, some of whom were just like people on holiday. Um and I'll tell you a little bit about them. It'll only be quick. So there's Dr. Yu Chun Li, who had recently finished his doctoral in engineering from Cambridge University. Then there was Lu Batang, who was the oldest person on board, and he was 79. And he was a professor in calligraphy, which is crazy. That's such a like cool profession. Yeah, calligraphy. surely there's like two professors in the world I know. Of that <laughs> as a subject. There was a couple, Muktesh Marija and Bay Exoma, I'm so sorry if I've said those wrong, I almost certainly have, who were coming back from their holiday and they had two young sons who were on the flight. There was Mohad Safan Ibram who was heading to Beijing for a new job and the youngest person on the plane was two years old who was Wang Mohang who was with his parents returning from holiday. Uh. Yeah. And it is sad that, like, so many people in one incident lost their lives and, like, all of their families are mourning them. And then I'm just being like, um, this mystery doesn't mystify me anymore, so I don't care. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we've spoken about this before, but the whole thing, I think there's a limit to morbid curiosity. Mm. Um, Like, a Ted Bundy documentary is fine, a Ted Bundy docu-film in which you talk about how, like, hot and handsome and clever he was, I think is too much. So, yeah. I, I think you can... I hate it when people go on about how hot and mysterious and, like, clever, mis- like, serial killers are. Because if they were that smart, they wouldn't be fucking serial killing. No. No, they would, like, they would be at Harvard or something yeah. doing a dig- doing calligraphy is what they would do. Yeah. Those yeah. are the choices murder or calligraphy those are the only two paths you can walk in life and you have to choose one the best the best of both you can hope for is that the blood splatter is like somewhat artistic but even (laughs) then 
you still get arrested. So it's yeah. not worth it. So I think that's the end of our Naughty Step segment. And I hope it wasn't too rushed and brief. But when I was researching all of the people who died, I was sad. And I feel like I am remorseful for feeling that the mystery was ruined. I think you've... Uh... I, th- I think you've punished yourself enough now, Dobby. Okay. <laughs> bad elf, bad elf. <laughs> Dobby found death captivating. <laughs> Dobby is bad. Right, Tom, how do you think the moon was created? I've, I've done a great um, transition there. <laughs> how was the moon made, Tom? Go. Real talk, the moon, I think it was made probably by some sort of um, asteroid in the chaos of the Big Bang when all the planets were forming and that sort of thing that went past us, but it went past us in such a trajectory that then it went into orbit and then it's just kind of stayed there and gradually got rounder and uh, now it controls the sea. Fair, yeah. Um... Was, was that was, was that a good guess? or? Yeah, kind of. Um, oh. The kind of... Well... Yeah, basically. So essentially the like idea of how we think the moon was there is that another planet that scientists called Thea crashed into Earth and then it caused some of the Earth and some of Thea to break off into little bits and they formed a ring in our orbit and then they all gathered into the moon and it took some time. Um, and from what I could read online, there's a very wide time frame between the rocks being in a ring and it gathering into the moon. So the time it took for all the bits to gather into a moon is between one month and a century. Any time between that. <laughs> that is quite a mechanics estimate of, yeah. uh, you know, quantity. <laughs> yeah, when I saw that it was sometime between one month and a century, I just had to share because I was like, that's not really an estimation, that's just literally any time like <laughs> that's just saying oh, i know it wasn't a week yeah <laughs> that's all that's the only information you could possibly get from that yeah i know yeah. although I, mean, I guess in a universal sense like billions and billions of years on that scale yeah a century is a good kind of um yeah you know margin yeah i guess i just the idea of a month or a century being so close together that there were like two sides of a this might have happened in this time just makes me feel like my lifespan is so short yeah i mean we are insignificant specks compared to the moon really (sighs) (laughs) is it too early in the episode for the existential dread i think so but i think there's going to be more just because the moon is weird we don't actually entirely know that that's how it was made so there are some things going for this theory that say like oh yeah this theory is probably right so it explains the earth's spin and the moon's orbit and how they relate and stuff like that um and it explains the size of each of their cores and their surfaces being molten at some point but it has a problem which makes people think oh hmm and that's that the earth and the moon are basically made up of exactly the same stuff they're like isotopically the same so they're made up of the exact same chemicals and rocks and like it doesn't really make sense with the theory that it was caused by another planet 
because moon the moon like should have a much higher content of a vox from Thea, and the Earth and Moon should be relatively similar, but like not identical. So that is that is strange. Yeah, I don't know what that suggests necessarily, apart from that some planets are the same. Well, well that's the thing. The likelihood of um, that is less than one percent. Uh. Like, using simulations, it's predicted that the probability that Thea is almost exactly the same as Earth is less than 1%. And there's no other planets like it in the solar system. That is... Uh, you but, know what this sounds like? Yeah. This sounds like um, like a bad Amazon Prime sci-fi series <laughs> where Earth and an Earth twin crash into each other <laughs> and, like, only... Only the dominant Earth will survive, yeah. <laughs> and but the other one, one becomes, becomes a shattered a rock moon and gets to hang out. He's <laughs> <laughs> he's like the quirky sidekick. <laughs> yeah, I mean the moon is is Ooh, like the he's the quirky what? sidekick that ends up being the bad guy all along. <gasps> oh, that is oh my the, God. what the moon is. Yeah, in the movie of Earth. Yeah. So I said that there's less than 1% chance. And that's the, like, proven figure I can find. But there was, like, a 2015 study that indicated it might be up to a 20% chance. But, like, no one seems to quote the 20% chance thing. And everywhere online says it's 1%. So I'm not sure if it just hasn't been updated or the 2015 study has been debunked or something. So I'm really not sure. I couldn't... I only found this one study saying this. And then... Yeah. So it seemed a bit weird. The bit that I'm confused about at the moment Mm -hmm. is that if they're pretty sure... If they know it's a planet that crashed into us and then it became the moon and the moon has the same stuff as us Mm. and there's whatever percentage chance that the planet was the same as us. Mm. But surely if the moon is the same as us then there's a 100% chance because they've, you know they found out that it is yeah but or... it might be but that's but that's not how the moon was created like this is just one theory oh. about how the moon was created we don't 100 percent right. know this is how the moon was created i mean i guess it's not the most pressing question to the scientific community yeah but what if the moon is fake and nasa is just lying to us hmm um i mean that doesn't seem likely well it also seems very unlikely that the way they say the moon was made was made. So it is also the only <laughs> explanation we have. And all the oh. scientists are sticking with it. And basically, from what I can tell, the scientists are like, yeah, this is probably how the moon was made. But also this theory probably needs some tweaking because it's clearly wrong. But for now, we're just going to say it's true. I mean, I guess I respect that about science that they... You know, they have to go, probably this, but maybe not. Yeah. Another interesting fact about the moon. Do you want to hear it? I never knew there were so many interesting facts about the moon. I know. It spins. You probably did know this. But it spins in such a way that you only ever see one side of a moon. So instead of going around, like, without spinning, like, it spins so the front always looks at Earth. And that's cool. Oh yeah, I think so. I've we heard only about ever this, seen so... one side of a moon. Yeah, so the dark side of the moon. Yeah, is some mysterious thing. Yeah, which I imagine 
opens a nice little pocket for conspiracy uh, mm-hmm. peeps. Out of just like interest, I googled like pictures of the other side of the moon. And it doesn't look like the moon. Like, I didn't realise how familiar I am with the moon and all the bumps on it and stuff. When you are shown a picture of, like, the other side of a moon, you're like, that's not the moon. That... <laughs> it's too dark. No, it just, it looks like the moon, but all the bumps are in the wrong places. Yeah, I, I, I know what you mean, because there's, like, a big crater sort of in the sort of top right-ish or something yeah. like that. Like, I know what um, the moon... I, I didn't realise how well I knew what the moon looked like until I looked at pictures of the other side and I was like, that's not the moon. Did you feel yourself reject the moon? Yeah. I'm just not used to seeing that side of him. <laughs> Everyone has a dark side. Yeah. <laughs> so, the scientist's explanation doesn't entirely make sense. So... What if the moon just didn't exist? Right, you keep saying this, and it seems to be an idea that comes to fruition quite organically in that there's no uh, there's no sort of um, where there's smoke, there's fire situation going on here. It's more like, imagine if there was a fire. Maybe there is. Actually, there is some evidence, and I'm glad that you asked. Okay. Great. <laughs> As usual with these kind of conspiracy theories, there is one bloke with a YouTube channel who is the main proponent or famous person in the movement. So oh my god, flat we're all doomed. Earth has Mark Sargent, who is like a famous flat earther, who everyone knows if you watch the flat earth documentary, like he's living his life being the most famous flat earther. Like everyone knows who I am. Because he's just some yeah. small guy from a small town who needs to feel important. And the holographic... What a dick. Huh? I, sorry, I just said, what a dick. Oh. <laughs> and the holographic moon has Kuro 777. And I say Kuro because it's spelled C-R-R-O-W 777. It... So, so like the animal crow, but Cr- with more R's. Yeah, yeah. So like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly like that. So if you want to learn more about the moon and how it's not there, go to his <laughs> YouTube channel. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> minor tangent, if you'll if you'll allow me. Yeah, of course. There's been some debate on Twitter this week about YouTube as a kind of um place where people get mm-hmm. radicalized or get sort of Oh, yeah. Um, you know, because, I mean, you search out nonsense to watch for this, but I never do. And even I, the algorithm wants to serve me videos about how Islam is destroying the West. And it's like, yeah, my, the algorithm is broken. My YouTube homepage is fucked. I have <laughs> so much shit on there. Yeah. In fact, let me open it up now and I'll tell you what videos come up. Oh, man live youtube homepage reading so there's one about urine therapy and someone's reply to drinking urine and how it is good um, oh, so, so that's a pro video pro urine therapy video Ugh. uh there's one about the first image of the black hole which you know okay fair oh yeah that was um that was yesterday wasn't it yeah and that was pretty cool that was um, cool. There's one 
that is I don't I don't know what it's a, about but it just says how much can I change my appearance and she cut her hair so our <laughs> 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 oh, beauty youtubers are so desperate for clickbait that they'll add yeah. jeopardy to simple uh you know procedures that we all have for some reason i keep getting videos about trans people who detransition which i don't think is a very common thing but i Mm. keep getting fed these videos about how loads of people are detransitioning and like videos about trans medicalism and it's like i i never clicked on any like i don't i don't want any of these videos it's because i think it's because I watch some trans YouTubers, so they think, oh, you're interested in trans things. Here's some anti-trans things. Ugh. It must be so tiring to be, like, like your existence is a debate. Like, you can't just, you can't just be. Yeah. Like, it's always, yeah. oh, well, that's interesting. I have an opinion as well. And it's yeah. like, uh, fuck off, dude. Then, what else is there? Oh, because I've been watching <laughs> cringe compilations of Riverdale... There's more cringe compilations of Riverdale. And then there's this awful um vid- well I know what it what's it what it's about because I know like the person in the photo and it's about this kid who like his mom wants him to transition and his dad doesn't on and this kid wants to transition and the dad doesn't want him to transition or something and the, for some reason youtube has been suggesting loads of videos about this like save james website which is like his dad saying that he can't transition anyway that's enough about my youtube homepage and the awful shit that comes up loads of really <laughs> right-wing shit comes up as well oh god yeah i've had to manually tell it to stop to stop sending me Ben Shapiro destroys a feminist content is like I get oh that please as well. stop it. Ugh. I it's it's hard to believe that it is algorithm led and not some kind of I mean this is very conspiracy theory to say mm. but that it's not some sort of intentional funneling of that kind of content towards us. Um, I don't know if it's I have a feeling that because it's to do with engagement and stuff, isn't it? And videos yeah. that are hateful get more engagement because they get more people downvoting it and arguing. Mm. And I yeah, wonder if that's stuff that's got it. more, yeah, that's so more just, trending. Yeah, so it's just stuff that is pure evil, and people comment on to be like, "Dude, this is fucked up," and then you are helping it by commenting on it, saying that. Yeah, it's pretty messed up. Yeah. It makes the whole, uh, you can go onto the channel, grow, to learn that the moon doesn't exist, seem not as bad. Yeah. Actually, there's a video I want to show you in a minute. Um, and I encourage everyone to look it up. I'll tell you when. But basically, I'm semi-convinced by it that the moon does look like a hologram. It, if it's a YouTube video and it's telling you, look, this looks like something, just, you know, they choose what pictures to put in their video. Okay, okay, you haven't, you haven't seen it. So, right. it's some footage that I can't explain, and I, I, everyone should look up. It's called Updated, The Moon Is Not What You Think. I'm watching the moon. Yeah, do you see the line that went up the bottom at first? Oh, I mean, yeah, I see it. I see, see it, it going. Yeah. Mm. 
So did you catch it just at the beginning of that clip where it was... Uh, he's just showing me the slowed down version. Okay. So if you watch, it's there at the beginning, then the camera pans up so it's not on the screen anymore and then it catches up so it's part of the moon. Mm. What do you think of that? I think it's strange. Yeah. But I don't know. You know what it looks a bit like? Mm-hmm. So I so for those listeners who don't know, I work in um like corporate video making, which you know is what it is. And uh, we use cameras and if you if you like if you whip a camera too much, like if you if you whip too quickly, what do, what does you, that mean? If you like twist from left to right or something, oh, okay. um, then everything goes sort of uh, slanted because there's a thing called the the shutter. Mm. I, I mean, you know what a shutter is, but because that closes at certain times, if it oh no, that's a different kind of error. Basically, I'm saying cameras be fucked up. And sometimes they lie. But how can it be the camera when it's not in line with the camera? It's in line with the moon. Like, it's moving at a steady thing across the moon, even when the camera's moving. Yeah, I okay. I guess so. Yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> that does not mean, I think, that the moon is fake. That means that clip's a bit weird. And mm-hmm. I don't trust Crow quite enough. There's lots of clips of it, though. If you want to see more, they're called Lunar Waves. I recommend you look them up because I can't explain them and I don't get it. Like, it semi makes me think, what if the moon was a hologram? Okay, well, what if the moon was a hologram? Like, what would that, what would that mean? What would be the point? Um, we're going to get to that, Tom. I'm going to go through the rest of my evidence first, because that's right. There's more. <laughs> <laughs> what, as if I wasn't already convinced Tom, from this? That Okay, that was my number one piece of evidence, because it's the most convincing. Um, but I think the rest is pretty good, too. Okay. Second piece of evidence. Right. There are some ancient cultures that claim that they existed when there wasn't a moon. So the Mayans talk about a time when Venus ruled the sky before there was a moon. And there's some bits in the Bible that were like before a moon and it did not shine. And it also mentions a tribe of like Native Americans um, who believe that the moon came into existence after them. And that's something that Crow mentioned. But I looked it up and I couldn't find them. But I did find the Bible verse and the Mayans talking about it. So... I feel like if the moon hadn't existed and then came into existence, that would be more well documented than sort of not if NASA at. was trying to cover it up, Tom. You know, oh. NASA oh, that old chestnut. from yeah. <laughs> from before the Mayans. <laughs> yeah, they were. Um... Can you imagine if the entire world was like ancient peoples and then in the middle of it was just the NASA like office <laughs> building? <laughs> and they were just, or they had already had suits in their culture and they were just like, yeah, no, this will work out. Let's just wait. One of my favourite things is like, 
You know how loads of conspiracy theories they don't trust the government because they're up to things and they don't trust big oil because they're stealing our money and they don't trust NASA. And I'm like, NASA is just a bunch of nerds. Why do you not trust NASA? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yes, the government the government and oil have done bad things. Yeah. But NASA's just there for a good time. They're just there for planets and a good time. And that should be their slogan. <laughs> planets and a good time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, third piece of evidence. You can find footage where the moon like seems to rotate, which it really shouldn't do. And it flickers and moves around. But it's all filmed on a really poor quality mobile phone camera. You do not say. So, you know, that's how you know it's real. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I'm not going to show you that because there's no point. You're just going to be like, yeah, it's it's shit. But it's there. You say that as if that's a problem with me. <laughs> like, it's not that I'm some judgmental Judy for thinking that shaky phone footage poked at the moon in which it looks like it wobbles a little bit is not, you know, scientifically has... Uh, has no veracity. Well, Tom, you questioned the lunar waves, so I, I don't know what, what can I say? you will believe. I don't know. <laughs> okay. All right, you're clearly working up to something. Yeah. The light coming from the moon doesn't look like it's just a reflection. It's pretty bright. You'll agree that it's pretty bright. So Tom and I... Sorry, is that the... Is that the... Yeah, that, that's sorry, that was point that. four. That was <laughs> that's that's the entirety of point four. Yeah, yeah. That's that's barely even <laughs> a footnote of a point in a whole book full of points. <laughs> that's all I've got. I've got seven points in total. <laughs> that was well, point if they're four. all as strong as four. Um, uh, actually, five, six, and seven are all shorter than four. So um... shorter than four. Yeah, okay. So, number five is that sometimes it looks bigger and sometimes it looks smaller. Fucking hell. Um, sixth point, Crow777 has been contacted by three people who know that the moon is fake. So... So... He worked... Oh, oh, and they know that. Yeah, because they, like, work for NASA. And they emailed him, like, I work for NASA and the moon's not real. <laughs> people need to know they're moon whistleblowers <laughs> <laughs> they are the julian assanges of celestial beings <laughs> yeah exactly but they don't want to they don't want to end up arrested like him so you yeah, know they just yeah, send yeah. an email imagine if you had to live in a cupboard for seven years because uh you said that the moon wasn't real i believe these people do like They've been banned. They're in Guantanamo Bay because they were trying to talk about how the moon wasn't real. <laughs> Are they getting like a 1984 style re-education? Yeah. Where they're like, Say the moon is real. Say it. <laughs> point number I seven. Don't... Sorry. Oh, okay. Sorry. More points. More points. Final point. David yeah. Icke believes it. And we know that he... He believes a lot of things. Um... Got a that's lot of all he does. Beliefs. So he doesn't think the moon exists. So that, that's the seventh evidence that the moon does not exist. The seventh evidence. Yeah. That the moon does not exist. Uh huh. But I've only got four bits of evidence that the moon does exist. 
<laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if if one of them is uh, it's there, then I feel like that is worth at least three of those points. Yeah, but Tom, how do you know it's there? It could just be a hologram. Ah, oh, we're getting into the area the a lot of these. No, I don't want to go to the moon. It seems rubbish. Yeah, I wouldn't want to go to the moon either. But maybe I don't want to go to the moon because I know it's not there. And I'd be very disappointed when I got up there. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like be it would be like when we tried to go on holiday to Berlin and we got to the airport and we waited a few hours and then they were like, Ah, flight's cancelled. Yeah. And then we went home. <laughs> and that was the whole entire holiday. Except you spend like days going to the moon and then you get there and you're like, Ah, oh, not there. <laughs> <laughs> and you come back and you have to like queue for hours to go talk to a man on a desk who offers you some vouchers in exchange for the moon not being there. Yeah, that would suck. Do you want to hear my evidence that the moon exists? Oh, yeah. I would love to be furnished with that information. Radio signals bounce off it, so there's something there. Something. The moon emits gamma-ray radiation, so, you know, there's something there. You keep saying something. Yeah. Um, so... Seems a lot like a moon. Mm, maybe. Um, so the astronauts who went up to the moon, they put a mirror on the moon, which we still use to bounce light off. So, like, there's something there for the mirror to be on. (laughs) There's something there. I I will say as well, I almost find it more suspicious that there is a mirror on the moon because they foresaw people being dumb enough to be like, I don't think you actually did. And so they're like, well, no, we put a mirror there, so you can shine a light, go. I, that that does seem weird that they did that to me. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't really approached the whole they didn't really go on to the moon thing, although it's kind of connected, because if the moon doesn't exist, by default you have to believe they faked the moon landings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you could also believe they faked the moon landings, but that the moon does exist. So it's like no, only Tom, one it's one or the, out other. the other. Either <laughs> you have to go extreme that you believe the moon exists and they landed on it. That's one extreme end of the spectrum. Or the other extreme end of the spectrum, the moon doesn't exist and no one has ever landed on it. What if I choose to believe that the moon doesn't exist, but the moon landings were real? What's so if am moon I allowed to do that? Was like deleted after they landed on it. Not even that, just that it wasn't there, but they did go there. Hmm. See, if I make a YouTube video, and then I can just, you know, pump uh, promotional clicks into it, and then I can just choose to believe that. Yeah. Yeah. So my fourth bit of evidence that the moon exists is that David David Icke thinks it doesn't exist, and... He believes a lot of nonsense. (laughs) (laughs) I see, I see what you've done there. So good at jokes. Yeah, very good. Okay, so we know that there's something there, but maybe the moon is a hologram covering up something underneath, like a spaceship. Jesus. Bleeding Christ. Yeah. Or maybe the moon is hollow. So there's some people with doctorates claiming the moon is hollow, so that's how you know it's legit. <laughs> well, you know, the guy who drinks his own piss works in IT. We've all got we've all got blind spots. 
Well, there were some, like, tests done on the moon between 1972 and 1977, where it was, like, they vibrated the moon or something, and it rang like a bell, and it kept vibrating after the earthquakes, the way that a hollow of, like, a hollow object would, which, Mm. like, seems very strange, because the moon shouldn't do that, but it does. I mean... is there any reason the moon shouldn't be hollow? Because it might be. We don't know. No, I don't. Tom, do you believe in hollow moon? I do, well, I just... It, it doesn't seem as preposterous as, like, the moon is covering up a spaceship, being like, oh, the moon's hollow. That's That could be a naturally occurring geological thing. I, I don't know. It can't, because, like, unless it was hollowed out by something, because it would just collapse in under its own weight. Well, you know, the Earth has holes underneath it. I'd, what if there's a lot of holes? Maybe we should do Hollow Earth as an episode, because that's a legit theory, and I feel like you might buy into it. No, okay, you're now pinning me as some sort of hollow-believing <laughs> uh, person. I don't just believe things are hollow. I, I just... You've explained it to me now why it's not hollow, and that's fine. But I was just like, it could be. It's been shown anyway, but the reason it rang like a bell was because the moon is less dense than the Earth. And okay, well, lead with that then. No, don't. I was trying to don't build lead suspense. me down hollow. Oh, I, okay, whatever. <laughs> I was trying to like be like, oh, maybe it's hollow, and then be like, oh no, no, it's not. <laughs> you <laughs> well, know, like worked. our podcast you, you does. Dragged me in. Like every episode, we're like, oh, oh, maybe this happens, and then at the end, we're like, mm, no. <laughs> Yeah, that is accurate. So, maybe you think that it's impossible, but a Chinese company announced last year that by 2020, it wants to launch an illum- like an illumination satellite, which would be bright enough to replace streetlights, and it would essentially be a fake moon. So, you absolutely can make a fake moon, and the Chinese are going to do it. I those two statements are might be true, but also that seems to be fairly recent technology. And also, why why would you make a fake moon? I still just don't. I don't see why that would happen. Well, maybe we should come on to that smooth Do. transition. Yeah. Okay. So, what if? There was a spaceship underneath, which had aliens in it, which were just, like, watching us and were going to invade eventually. But for the meantime, just wanted to, like, watch and see how what we're doing. Is this basically... This is the Truman Show, isn't it? No, because they haven't made Earth. Basically, they flew over, they saw that we had the moon, and they were like, let's get rid of the moon and pretend that we're the moon so we can watch them. So, (laughs) (laughs) not let's just hide behind the moon and keep an eye. It was let's replace the moon. Yeah. Okay. Or let's colonize the moon, but we need to put a hologram over it so that the humans don't see all our buildings on the moon. Okay. So you're now proposing Mm -hmm. that the moon exists and that in front of the moon is a hologram of the moon. Yeah, no, that is exactly what I'm proposing. 
Yeah, you're you're proposing a real moon and a fake moon exist at the same time. But aliens are on the real moon. Oh, so you can't Lord see give it. Me strength. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this episode was just going to be. Oh, some people say the moon isn't real. Oh, that's their opinion. <laughs> no, it's the moon is Why? real, but like there's also a fake moon. So it's both a. Fa- Ugh, I hate that those two can exist at the same time. So they could have landed on the moon. You could you you could be right. You could believe that there's they landed on the moon and that there's a fake moon. <sighs> have you heard of the phrase cognitive dissonance? Yeah, I was just about to come on to it actually. Oh well, we're thematically joined. So. One of the theories is that the moon, they just got rid of it and replaced it with a hologram to unsettle everyone a little bit and cause... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, So the bad guys can take over. The Illuminati gets all the money from moon research. Um. So the idea is they got rid of the moon... Replaced it with a hologram to make everyone be like, hmm, that's weird, but they don't know why. And cause <laughs> people to be, like, mentally ill. And Is right. the yeah. Illuminati, then all the money that's going to the moon research, which doesn't exist, all of that money goes to the Illuminati instead. All of the moon research money. <laughs> finally, finally, this golden hen shitting out the golden eggs that this economy is built on of the moon research. Yeah. Oh, we controlled everything else. That's fine. But it was the moon research money that we need. Well, the Illuminati have it now, so. <laughs> they are welcome to it, frankly. <laughs> moon research money. Man. That's such a woolly concept. <laughs> I think it's one of the more believable theories, but okay. <laughs> I just, I like the idea that they're like, everyone's paying their moon research tax and that it's all going to some bank account and we're just like, yes, and that's going towards the moon research and there's no need to look into it any more than that. And the Illuminati, they've, they've, they've got the bank details because the moon is like a different shade now. And so that's fine. I'm sorry, I'm very sleep deprived today and I feel like I've got more angry than I, I usually would. <laughs> but god damn. Uh, well, this final theory of why the moon is a hologram is my favourite theory. It's that <laughs> the moon once existed, but someone accidentally destroyed it and quickly replaced it before anyone noticed. <laughs> like a kid who knocked over a vase and was like oh no <laughs> oh boy <laughs> I mean to be fair they did a pretty good job at like replacing the moon Yeah, it's not like they just sellotaped together a bunch of stuff that was lying around yeah that's true <laughs> I just accidentally like... destroyed <laughs> I just like how the... I just like the idea of NASA like testing lasers and accidentally shooting one at the moon and destroying the moon <laughs> and then being like oh quick boys gotta get the hologram out <laughs> uh, 
there's um there's a really good Mr. Show sketch, which is a show that um the the guy from Better Call Saul was in. Mm-hmm. Um, base it's it's like a sketch in which NASA are like, we are going to blow up the moon. It is about time, and people are like, why? And it's kind of just because we can and we have the technology as Americans, we should blow up the moon. It's it's a very good sketch. I enjoy it. That sounds good, and I think that's what happened. The, the yeah, NASA destroyed the moon. Yeah. So <sighs> and then and then made the hologram immediately. I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. They, right. Well, they, they already had, had a moon hologram ready, <laughs> <laughs> just in case. <laughs> what What does the NASA garage look like if they've got spare moons lying around? <laughs> Oh, I man. don't know what those nerds do. They're just tinkering away, like. <laughs> What'd you do on your lunch break? Oh, made a moon. <laughs> <sighs> As a final note, the site revisionism.nl once offered $100,000 for someone who could prove that the moon was real. Um. Ugh. I now cannot find this website and it looks like it's been taken down. I think because <laughs> someone proved the moon was real and they were like, oh shit, we don't have $100,000. <laughs> Ironically, that is revisionism yeah. to delete their website. <laughs> I bet as well, it's the kind of thing where even if someone had come to them publicly and been like, calmly, here's some proof. Mm. It's not proved the moon is real. It's proved the moon is real enough that we'll believe you and we're not going to believe you. Yeah, exactly. So it's not going to happen. So, Tom, what do you think about the moon? What do I think about the moon? I I like the moon. I I like to look at it. I think it looks nice. And I like that it's responsible for the tides, even though it's really far away and doesn't look like it should have power over Mm. us. Um, and you know what I like most of all, Catherine? Yeah. I like that it's real and that it exists. You still haven't explained the lunar waves to me, though, so... Yeah, I don't think the burden of proof is on me to look at, like, shaky footage and explain that. Out of ten, how much do you believe the moon is real? Out of ten? Yeah. Uh, just to be humble, 9.7. That point three is for the lunar waves, isn't it? Yeah, well, you know, I you've you've got to make room for uncertainty. That is science. That's true. I think I'm about a seven. You're only a seven. Well, I was really convinced by the lunar waves. Maybe an eight. I'm pretty sure the moon's real. Wow, they got you. <laughs> you just got crowed. <laughs> You're the one who believed in Mothman. I don't. I don't believe in Mothman. Mm, it was the closest you've ever come to believing something. Well, I believe that maybe there was a weird creature that some people saw. I didn't believe that he predicted 9-11 and did nothing about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's not. I think that again, burden of proof is on you to prove that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe you're right <laughs> what 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 do you think about the moon then what's your what's your take on it um 
my moon's all right. Um, sometimes it annoys me because it's too bright. Uh, right. Yeah. And it and it what and it streams through your your blinds and like wakes you up with, with well, its powerful moonlight. I don't close blinds when I go to sleep, so it goes through my window. Yeah. I mean, okay. I could easily just close my blinds, but I'm lazy and I don't. And it just annoys me. <laughs> I don't think you can be annoyed at the moon for a very solvable problem. <laughs> oh, but I don't want to get up and do things. Why can't the moon just not be there? <laughs> if the moon was a hologram, then mm. that would be cool. You could like switch it on and off at will. Yeah, but, uh, that's very. It's true. not because it's it's real. <sighs> well, we'll agree to disagree. No, no, let's not. <laughs> let's let's not agree on that. I still think that there might be a real moon and a fake moon hologram. I would I would love it if that was true. I'd love it if there was like uh like four fake moon holograms on like each side. Yeah. <laughs> like it was a box of holograms and these aliens were trapped in a moon within the moon. <laughs> Anyway, thank you anyway. for joining us for this episode of Cat's Cabinet of Curiosities. If you enjoyed the episode and you're now worried about moon aliens watching you, then subscribe and review the podcast wherever you're listening. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Cat's Cabinet underscore pod or Facebook at Cat's Cabinet. Thanks for listening. <laughs>